I'm your dungeon master, Cliff B, and we're rolling dice and heading out into the wide world of Castia. I'm joined by Ben, Hazir Mendra, Chris, Magus Magron, and Dave, Serial, as we explore the taverns, travel, and test that their characters encounter. This episode, the gang finishes dealing with Ganjan and begin exploring the castle. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Castia, everybody. I'm your Dungeon Master, Cliff B. Uh, last time, uh, we were faced with the threat of six Bovatar and Ganjin in bear form. Uh, immediately into the battle, Serial and Hajir went down. Uh, Cleric Goodchild made the save on Serial, while Mag tried to pull some aggro away from the rest of the group by heading deeper into the room. Not considered the wisest decision but you got to do what you got to do in desperate times uh, while the cleric goodchild was healing up Sarial, he called out maybe we should retreat when at that moment uh, the cavalry came in the form of captain jake stormarm as well as Methew, the bovatar that was saved uh, out at the old campsite uh, just a few short hours ago. I was going to say a few clicks from the <laughs> combat zone. Clicks. Clicks. A unit of distance people in this world definitely recognize. Yes. It's, it's just short for kilometer. A unit of distance they totally recognize. <laughs> yes. D&D world has never heard of metric. <laughs> I actually have no idea how these people would measure things like that, but yeah, it's some sort of strange nonsense in the world that uses gold, silver, electrum, and <laughs> gold, gold, silver, copper, electrum—all those fancy metals that have value and not just basing their money on speculation. What a world, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can uh, exactly float your way across the continent on crypto. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does this intake Dogecoin? <laughs> Grifting our way through through Castio in a series of uh, uh, Nat Twenty Charisma Check IOUs. <laughs> Drifting yeah. our way downtown, walking. Down. <laughs> I feel like that's every bard in D and D ever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, as Sariel remembered that she had a, a healing potion in her pocket and fed it to Hajir to bring him back up as well, uh, the cavalry came in and assisted with the uh, getting the tides turned, uh, taking out the Bovatar, and. While Mag was dealing with uh, bear form of uh, just saying his name 50 times last time, uh, <laughs> while Mag was up dealing with the bear form of Ganjin, uh, finally dealing enough damage to knock him out of his wild shaped form back into a human form. Uh, after the last of the Bovatar uh, were taken out, at least the hostile ones around the group. Uh, Ganjin had a sudden change of heart while wrestling on the ground with Serial, who was trying to tie him up so that they didn't have to hurt him anymore, and said that, yeah, go ahead. 
yeah, take me away. And Can't leaving everyone off. very confused about why this uh, happened. And as the scene unfolds before us today, uh, the party is looking up at the uh, portraits on the wall. Uh, they managed to get glimpses of them before the combat began before, uh, but now they have time to uh, take a closer look at them. And that's where we are now. Uh, you all are looking at the portraits uh, when the uh, battered bodies of the captain and the cleric come up to you. And the cleric captain says... <laughs> and the cleric says to you, uh, the, the the captain and I were uh, were talking, and uh, if if you all want to stay and you know make sure that all the Bovatar have been taken care of in the castle, and uh, and uh, you know make sure that there's nothing else going on here, uh, we think we can get Ganjin back to town. Uh, is is that all right with you guys? Uh, I, I can't believe it. Good, good child's still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the oh. captain managed to pour a healing potion uh, in my mouth, and well, we're it was, you know, we're, we were able, he was able to get me up. I oh, put my man. hand on his shoulder and I say, "We're um, we are just so aware that you are still here." <laughs> Praise be with you as well, I think. <laughs> if you guys think you can get him back on your own, I suppose that's okay. Oh, but, but before he leaves, do you guys kind of want to ask him about this mushroom business? Yeah, um, I want to get Ganjin's hot take on the mushroom cave and all that weird shit. I, we, hey, I mean, if you well, want to go, you want to go further than that. Do you guys not want to ask him about it at all? He, he's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna be safe in town. We can just ask him when we get back. That's true. Maybe they could put him in whatever rehab, and we could talk to him when he's kind of straightened out a bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, if if that's you know, if you guys are ready for us to take them, we, we can go ahead and take them off your hands. Yeah, no, no problem. If you guys think you can get them back, we'll uh, we'll do a little exploring around here and we'll see you back in town. Yeah, that'd be great. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, just uh, when you get back, uh, we should I should be at the guard tower. Uh, have to write up a incident report, but uh, we should be able to meet up and confer any notes that you may have uh, thanks for thanks for all the help this was uh, you, you, you've saved the yeah. festival again yeah thanks for doing the boring paperwork part we appreciate yeah. that and, and also saving our lives we yeah. might want to that too <laughs> thanks for being the only one capable of doing some serious damage. Uh, it's Speak for yourself. I, I think <laughs> okay. it was just a, a, so the surprise of it all. I don't think any of us expected 
Ganjin to be trying to lead a uh, insurrection against the town. Hey, man, I'm right here. <laughs> uh, you know what you did, Ganjin. Come on. Uh, come on. You know, you know what? I can't be mad at you. <laughs> oh, we love you, Ganjin. You're, you're a real sweetie pie. <laughs> he looks at you very confused. For the first time, the confusion may be warranted. <laughs> hey, insurrection, schminsurrection, right, guys? Uh, I think I should just be let off with a slap on the wrist and let to be go on my own. Ah, uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna throw you in jail yeah, for a long time. Way under the jail, you piece of shit. But we love you. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> See, you son of a bitch, you. <laughs> yeah, with that, uh, good child and uh, storm arm, go ahead and lead him out of the castle, uh, leaving you to okay. continue uh, looking back at these uh, portraits. Man, who are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> Why it's all three members of LFO. <laughs> Well, what's uh, what's going on with these pictures here, fellas? And by uh, fellas, I mean one lady and fella. <laughs> yeah, I kind of bristle a little bit, but uh, sorry, right. sorry, Sariel, I'm a little yeah. off my element today. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a quick recap of what you saw when you were looking at them. Uh, the one on the left uh, was a, a human male. Well, let me actually let me call up my notes before I just start saying words. That would be helpful. <laughs> a human woman. Uh, she is draped in fineries, uh, befitting that of a royal. Um, uh, but it's a very, a much more crude time as far as fashion is concerned. It's almost. Lots of dye, dyed animal hides for the most part, but they look to be, you know, the finest hides that would have been available at the time. Uh, and uh, woven into the hair, she wears uh, what looked like a, a collection of charms and kitschki items. Um, and... Sariel, you're looking at this, and you remember from growing up in your youth, your mother wearing uh, the same type of adornment in her hair. Uh, but the yeah, the thing about it is, like, the first, like, third of that looks exactly the same, but the one your mother had went, went on, you know, much longer, as if... You know, being carried on over generations, which makes sense, as your mother had told you, it was a family heirloom, and that, you know, one day, it could be passed on to you. Yeah, this is just like an illustrated version of my, my vision board. This looks very familiar. Yes, very, very rich, very, you know, powerful, except, you know... Maybe more fashionable clothing, but, you know, the similar nobility of the wear. As, that's a, as, as Mag would be able to tell you, the thing about nobility 
is that you can just kind of tell by looking at it, no matter the age, that somebody was of a noble station or if they were one of the more common folk. Hmm. I think we can all agree. <laughs> I think we can all agree. <laughs> Fair share is just an attack on the wealthy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, as as you're taking that chance to look at it more, Sarah, you do notice that there's a striking resemblance through the different like facial features, very similar eyes to your mother's, you know, very similar cheek structure, jawline. A lot of that looks like it's matching and judging from items in the painting, it almost looks like that could be the same same similar height. Your mother may be, you know, a little bit taller, you may be a little bit taller as well. But you know, very, very similar look there. Mommy? <laughs> what? Is Sarah are you okay? Uh, um, uh, yeah, totally fine. What do you, what do you see? <laughs> That's a good question. What do I see? <laughs> Meg, when, you, when you're looking at this dwarf, it is... You're not quite sure about all the facial notes. There are similar eyes that you've seen in portraits of your family going down the line. But the the most striking thing is down to the gemstone, the axe that this dwarf wields is the same axe that you have in your hand. And, like gemstone for gemstone, like the color, the size... Yours may have a few nicks in the in the handle, but it looks like it's too too close from what's detailed in this painting to know you know to think if it was just some sort of you know reproduction this is this couldn't just be it doesn't make sense to you that this is the same axe but you know, you know the way dwarves make their you know, weaponry the way they adorn things with the gemstones it is very hard to copy one dwarven artisan's work with by another because dwarves mm. are a proud people and they want people to know when a piece of armor or a, a weapon was made by that craftsman. So they always put some sort of flair and embellishment in the most visible places. Hmm. Uh, uh, I, uh, I think I, I kind of just stammer a little in, in middle, in the middle of making fun of uh cereal and I pull out my ax and kind of like, look at it and then look back at the painting back and forth. And then I look over to his ear with a weird bewildered look on my face. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You are looking at this third portrait as you look at your uh, companions and 
see them staring at their wares and their the portraits that they they've focused in on and you focus on yours and you have seen the serape that this elf wears before this one however is much more vibrant is much more you know noble and regal in stature but you know from what you remember of the serape that your mother would wear during formal uh, events occasions for your tribe for your clan yeah you know that like the wear of time and the life that you lived before coming back into the main part of the continent, any sort of fabric material is going to endure wear. And for how long that your mother has said it's been passed down from matriarch to matriarch, it seems like it's just... You know, this it, it would make sense that this item has carried over through generations. But where your companions were able to see something of themselves in this, you look at this elven man who wears it, and you can maybe see some ear-shaped resemblance... But outside of that, there's really not a whole lot there that could indicate much of a familial presence. Maybe, you know, this... Because of just the way your clan works, you know, maybe it is, you know, more of a matriarchal society. It's, you know, not so much focused on you know, a genetic line, you'd know the answer to that more than I would, as it's your clan. But, you know, the whoever's the head matriarch, that's where the power lies. Hmm. But another thing Aww. that you all happen to notice as you are looking at these portraits... The items of jewelry that you wear are also being worn by the people in these portraits. The bracelet, the amulet, the ring. Serial, you see the ring being uh, worn by the human woman. Hmm. I kind of rub the ring on my hand and look at it. Uh, Mag, you see the bracelet upon the hand holding the axe in the portrait. Azir, mm-hmm. the amulet is not as clearly defined, but as you're looking, you can see it poking out through the through you know one, through the neck holes of the serape, just barely visible the top of it, but 
You can tell by the the red of the amulet and the silver of the chain holding it that it's very much there. Huh. Uh, Hajir. What do you think that means? Hajir, go ahead and... Not Hajir, I'm sorry. Uh, Mag, go mm -hmm. ahead and noting just the age of the items worn and the just general look of it. You've studied mm -hmm. nobility in your past. Go ahead and give me a history check with advantage. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so first roll is a 13, and second roll is a critical fail. So 13. <laughs> uh, you're looking at these, and one thing that strikes you, these, the, the look of these people, the way they're, the way they're dressed, the style of the portraits, this has to be 3,000 years old. This is 3,000 years or more old. This is, this date puts back to the earliest empire that you remember studying, the, the Hacknarian Empire. Guys, I, I believe these paintings are very, very old. At least 3,000 years. That kind of checks out. I mean, this place Three, seems very old. 3,000? Yeah, I believe they're from the Hocknerian Empire. I, I, I'm trying to remember a little bit of my studies, but uh, I'm pretty sure that that's where this is dated from. Which means that these pieces of jewelry are also that old. Ooh. Probably worth a bit of gold, huh? What do you think? Uh, I would imagine so, yeah. But they also... Did you feel that feeling when we looked at the paintings? Oh, that that feeling? Yeah, I, I felt, felt my, that feeling. I thought my pants were a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the, on the, the jewelry, didn't it? Didn't it oh, that. Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the feeling I felt. I felt yeah. Sariel, why did you say mommy? Uh, I didn't, and whatever you think you heard, you didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard you say mommy. No, I was uh, clearing my throat. Hmm. Yeah. You clear your throat by saying the word mommy often? Yes, yeah, sometimes I do. <laughs> I, say, I say words, you know. Like, uh, yeah, sure, totally. Well, mommy, <laughs> mommy, can I can I roll an insight check to see if I know what she's doing? Can I roll a deception check, motherfucker? You both can do that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's 12. 13. <laughs> Surely. I have a plus seven on my deception. I have I a plus one on my insight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mag for the first... You, you said you got a 12. You, you got a 13. And Sarah, you said you got a 12? Yeah. Mag, for the first time <laughs> since you've met Sarah, 
you know that Serial's being full of shit about something. Whether right, it whether man. it was the saying mommy or that there is not some that there is you know some sort of deeper meaning behind whatever it was she said, you can't quite put your finger on. But uh, you know that something isn't right, and you know that Serial's feeding you some sort of bullshit. Hmm. Just clearing your throat, you say, huh? Yeah, all right. Listen, I don't, I don't want to get into it. It's just it reminds me. Okay, I, it reminds me of my mom. All right, you happy? Yeah. You, yeah, you happy? Well, that axe that's on that painting, it's funny you should bring that up because the axe up there on that painting reminds me of the axe that I'm carrying because it's the axe that I'm carrying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be a good reason for it to remind you of the axe you're carrying. Yeah, like exactly. Take a look. And I kind of like show it to the party. I do uh, waggly eyebrows and I'm like, oh, you're right. That's yeah. that axe. As you're by any chance, you wouldn't happen to see anything on that painting that would uh, lead you to believe that you have any connection to it, would you? That exact serape in the painting is is passed down between the matriarchs of my tribe. Huh. Well, well what does this mean? Friends, I, I think uh, I think there's a reason we're supposed to be here. Or at least together. Yeah, yeah. we were finding Ganjan. Yeah, right. No, I, I mean, I mean beyond that. Right, yeah, there's a festival. There's a lot of meat there. We're supposed to eat meat. Well, uh, the thing is, I, I wasn't even supposed to be in this town. We just made the detour. When Roland and Kathy heard about the festival, they wanted to make a little side stop and, uh, before going on. I wasn't even supposed to be in this part of the world. I'm supposed and to be on my way to the Isles of Karen. And yet here we all are, a merry band of adventuring uh, friends. Right. I, I don't know how you two came to the town of Brisket. I don't know what the circumstances were, but, you know, I would say that it's not just chance, maybe, that we're all together. Yeah. I, like, uh, examine the ring again, and uh, and I examine the uh, portrait, and, and uh, and, uh and I, I and I say I think that you're right. I don't know what this means, but that looks like my mom, <laughs> like a lot like my mom. Hmm. I uh, that doesn't look like anyone that I know. But uh, if you if it's been three thousand years, I suppose anything's possible. Hmm. Well, uh, can can I take a look around see if there's anything else around here that that's of interest? Absolutely. Go ahead and give me uh, perception or investigation, uh, with um, you know, in case you feel in case you're you know better in one than the other. Yeah, let's do perception. Not that that's much better. <laughs> oh, that's a five. Awesome. You turn around after looking at these portraits and you see throughout the room 
these vines that have grown up and over the walls. You see the bodies of slain Bovatar uh, littering the ground. Uh, you saw as you were as the uh, the captain and the cleric were leading away Ganjin, the Mithu had helped up the very confused Bovatar and kind of led him out of the room. So right now it's you, Serial, Hajir, and a bunch of carcasses. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> well, something about all of this kind of makes me feel like this place is important to us and that 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 this place needs to be protected or ruled or overseen by three people. And here we are, three people with that same jewelry. It just kind of feels like we we're meant to take some kind of care of this place. I don't know what that means. It's a bit of a fixer-upper, isn't it? Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. I, uh, I shout, Echo! Echo. Does it echo? Echo. 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 <laughs> huh. I don't suppose one of you has a, a, a piece of parchment and a quill on you. Uh, do I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, do I? I don't know. <laughs> nope, just weed. Oh, wait, we don't, <laughs> no, no, I don't you, have a weed. You don't anymore. even have any weed. <laughs> I'm going to remove the weed from my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I do, I, no, I don't. Shit. I do not, sadly. Damn, I was going to say we could draw a... Is there any, is there any parchment anywhere in this room? Uh, there's the whatever Ganjin had scrawled upon that you had noticed during the battle. Hmm. Okay, well, oh, we yeah. should take that with us anyway. Is there uh, is there any writing implements? Hey, everybody. Just stopping by to check in. Guess what? Fuck ads. We're not doing them anymore. Not because I don't think that they're not worth doing, but because I don't feel like doing them. This podcast isn't about making money. It's about presenting a good time for our friends. So, with that being said, we're not doing ads. Also, I'm going to be going and disabling the Patreon as well. Because, again, it's not about money. I just want to put out a good podcast for you to enjoy. And, honestly, putting the money attachment onto it is kind of weird. Maybe if it gets to a point where it's unmanageable, we'll consider starting a Patreon or something like that again. But for the time being, fuck all that. We're just going to make a fun podcast for you to listen to. But I am going to tell you about another podcast I think you'll enjoy, and that's Tales of the Voidfair, a Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition actual play podcast run by our good friend Nick Yurisiva. It stars Ravnus, played by Fiona L.F. Kelly, Marco Astorio, played by our good friend Tanner, and Luckby Humboldt, played by our great friend Saker. You should check that show out. It's a great time. Also, check out Fables Around the Table, Lost. This week's episode, you might hear a familiar face if you check it out, so you should probably do that. It's going to be a great time. Uh, it's the penultimate episode before the season ends, and... It's been a really fun, wholesome listen so far, so check it out. Also, check out It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. It is the Know Nothing podcast focusing on the Bare Naked Ladies, their songs, their music, what's been going on, 
our good friend Saker from uh, Voidfarer earlier is one half of the show's hosts with his f- good friend and ours, Evan, as his co-host. They go song by song through their main album line and talk about the songs. Honestly, it's less about the songs and more about the banter between Saker and Evan, so you should totally give those a check out. But make sure you go to your podcatcher of choice, type in all those great podcasts, and give them a listen. Also, don't forget about Big Streaming Pile, the bad movie streaming service podcast hosted by Fiona and producer Tom from Voidfair. Well, that's all I have for you for this mid-roll. I hope you have a great day. Good luck. Have fun. I love you. Uh, None that you can see. This looks like it was... When it was in use, it would have been a more uh, formal kind of place. Like, if there was to be any parchment, it would have been brought in by somebody making a proclamation about something or you know, reading off of something. It doesn't look like anything was necessarily kept in this room. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I was trying to see if we could get uh, a quill or something so we could... Uh... I don't know how good of a drawer either of you are, but figured it was worth a shot. Someone might know who these three were. Uh, yeah, Serial is not an artist. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are other rooms in this uh, in this castle that you can yeah, check out. We, you want to go exploring? Yeah, let's take a let's take a peek. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm handy with a lockpick. I don't know. I could probably, uh, you know, find our way around here a little bit. Does this qualify as a short rest? Mm, I don't think so because you're actively like searching around and doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, you theoretically could just kind of take a short rest in here and you know just hang out for a while but I don't know if you want to kick it around for an hour just not really doing anything as far as searching goes when you've got a whole theoretical castle of you know you're not haven't noticed any kind of mooing or anything like that going on yeah I didn't think so you don't don't want to take a nap among the dead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> really? <laughs> y- yeah, no, of, of course not. Why would I? <laughs> oh, Mag, you, you scoundrel. You so-and-so, you old muckety-muck. <laughs> you old so-and-so. <laughs> you old son of a bitch. You, you old piece of, of shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's, let's, uh, okay, what's the, uh, let's head back the way we came, and, uh, let's, we'll do a little, uh, we'll do a little, uh, castle digging. We were on the top floor room, right? Yeah, you're on the second floor right now. Um, you head back out of this room into the, uh, hallway. There are those stairs that... On either side, uh, do like a quarter circle out back down into that main uh, entry ballroom area. 
Yeah. Uh, and the hallways do continue in this room, uh, in this uh, area. Uh, each one goes past where the stairs lead off and back around to either side of uh, this room. Hmm. Well, is there a like a like a, a door beneath the door that we were there that we were under or over rather whatever? Uh, yeah, you when you entered in, you did note that about the same place that uh, the wall for this room started. Uh, down below, there was another wall under it with uh, not so much a door, but looked like it led into. Uh, what may have been like a grand dining hall. Hmm. Should we go this way? Yeah. yeah. Did we go downstairs? Uh, the only place you've been downstairs so far is just that main ballroom area. You're still okay. kind of up in the room, but you're just kind of out in the out in front of the doors to the throne room. Just kind of taking a look around right now. Okay. I'm following you, Maggie. You seem to have an inclination of where to look around here, so I'll follow you. Oh, why not? Just uh, keep on your guard, okay? I, I don't want to have to deal with any more of these Bovatar. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's head into that uh, dining area. <laughs> that dining area? Yeah, let's head into the dining area. <laughs> All right, so you head down the stairs and back around underneath into this dining area. Uh, Chuck, please. Dining area. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, where you dine. Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, looks like it opens up a little more. It's... <clears throat> whereas this, whereas the throne room was longer than it is wide, this dining area is wider than it is long. That's about 20 mm. feet uh, deep into this room, but about 45 feet wide, side to side. And uh, there is a filling up a majority of the room is a long banquet table. Uh, it looks to be, uh, as you're walking into the room, uh, three grander chairs fill out the side facing the door, uh, along each side and along the rest of it, you know, are nice, but not quite as nice as those other three, uh, central chairs. And, you know, there's dusty silver uh, dishware that are, you know, adorning the table, uh, you know, fine plates as well. Uh, they look to be some some form of porcelain. Uh, various uh, pieces of art are posted around on the walls. Uh, there's one that sits behind the throne uh, that looks like it's of a uh, large battle. Um, elves, dwarves, and humans uh, with the banners, carrying banners, uh, 
matching the uh, banners that run around the banners and tapestries around the castle, uh, having that you know, dragon's head adorned upon them. Mm. And there looks like they're running into battle against look to be blue tinged skin creatures. Hmm. You said there's silverware on the table? Uh, yeah, there's uh, silver uh, cutlery on the table. Can I roll a sleight of hand to try to steal a set without anyone noticing? Uh, go ahead if anybody wants to try and roll a perception check to see if they notice or just give your passive perceptions if you're not that invested in trying oh. to stop Sariel. Yeah, pa- passive perception is fine. <laughs> That's a seven. <laughs> uh, I had to draw 11. <laughs> Meg, you see Sariel just kind of walking, looking like she's trying to just touch the wood of the table to see how it feels as she's walking by. And you absolutely see about three or four sets of cutlery uh, end up in her hand and heading towards her uh, satchel. Sariel, there's no need to hide that. There's nobody here. Uh, 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 yeah, you're right. Sorry. Seriously, just just <laughs> take it if you want it. <laughs> no, I just, you know, in case we get hungry and we don't have a fork. You know? Sariel, you can sell it. I don't care. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, I, uh, Ajir, I, I take it you don't care either. <laughs> and we can always use more money. Exactly. Yeah, I just put like a handful of silverware in my in my bag. <laughs> All right, you gotta. I'm gonna say you have about eight sets of silverware. Serial <laughs> <laughs> uh, is happy for it, but embarrassed. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, uh, does anybody want to go ahead and give uh, any kind of perception checks or anything like that? Can I roll a history check to see if I know who the blue people are that they're fighting? Uh, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. See if my studies taught me anything. And they didn't. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that the Hawknarian Empire was forged out of a necessity to successfully combat a war? That's about all you can remember. This, your best guess, this is a uh, a fresco of th- one of the battles of that war. Huh. So it this w- must be the army that they fought against. Huh. Yeah, it's like some kind of war, huh, Mag? Yeah, the, the Hawknarian Empire founded, they, they banded together to uh, prevent an invasion of some sort. If, if, that, if that's correct, they, they banded together to fight a war against someone who is invading or, or attacking. Hmm. Uh, these blue people must be it. The invasion of the blue people. Hmm. Sorry, I wish I remembered more, but I never... Uh, boy, much attention I, would, I wish you were a better student, Mac. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's. I guess let's proceed through the room. There's got to be uh, 
It's got to be somewhere else to go in here, right? Uh, yeah, you see along the sides that there are two doors, well, two doorways, doors of seems long have rotted off, or perhaps the Bovatar busted them off when they were milling about the uh, the grounds. And then, not really central, as the fresco takes up much of the back wall, but to either sides of that, there are two uh, doorways leading through there as well. Hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> let's, let's take uh, let's take the grand tour. Let's go see. Yeah. Why not? All righty. So, uh, which way would you like to go first? I vote left. I vote right, and left is stupid. And anyone who would want to go left is an idiot. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, nah, I'm just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can come back the other way later, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just pulling your chair. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's go. All right, so you head through the uh left door to the left and uh it leads into a hallway that turns to the right. Uh, goes behind uh, what looks like much further than the actual uh, dining hall went and turns again and you can see uh, it looks like another hallway with some uh, rooms uh, behind there and in the center of this hallway to the left uh, there is a large opening and you see it leads to uh, stairs leading downward hmm, okay well should we check out the basement yeah that seems like a good idea I mean the basement's where you keep you know like what like valuables and prisoners <laughs> <laughs> sure it's probably probably a good place to go rummaging around I know back home when I wanted to keep my valuables and prisoners safe, I put them in the basement. <laughs> Did you really? No, of course not. <laughs> oh, Sarah, man. what do you think nobles do? I don't I don't know. I've only ever gotten within spitting distance. <sighs> All right, let's take a look. <laughs> 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 oh, Maggie, you can get me. You're, you're, you're tricky, you know that? Yeah. All right, I'm so as boy. you head down the uh, stairs leading into this basement, uh, it is fairly dark down here. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, at least one of you has some dark vision. Uh, I got a candle. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I have dark vision. Uh, do I have dark vision? You're a dwarf. Like I'd be candle. shocked if you didn't. Yeah, I, I should. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sariel, you possibly light your candle, but these mm -hmm. stairs spiral down and lead into a 
sort of main open chamber. Uh, you see that there are two, way, two ways to, one to your left, one to your right, uh, that you can head into, and then uh, one central space that is uh, blocked off by a what looks like to be a uh, large, heavy uh, iron door. That's got to be important, right? I would think so. I kind of want to know what's behind the large, heavy iron door. Are we going to stumble on anything weird here? No, no, no. I, I, I feel like, you know, the basement of some weird old rich castle is bound to be some weird stuff down here. No, I'm sure it's totally safe. Yeah. Totally well, I hope, safe. I hope you're right. Cause... And if it's not, just remember that, you know, you guys dragged me along here and <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Uh, I will remember that. Uh, it's kind of giving me the willies, though. I, I want to go and try to open the door. All right. Uh, <laughs> you head over, try and open the door. It is uh, not one typical... Uh, it's not a typical door. It looks almost like the door of a bank vault. Uh, I'm going to need a strength check. Oh. That's not good. Um... I'll, I'll assist her. Are, are you assisting her, or is she assisting you? I think she's. I think she's assisting me. I kind of like. I was gonna say in this dynamic, I kind of assisting you. <laughs> Come on, baby. That is a nineteen on the first roll, mm. and then I'm guessing you're gonna. And I helped. <laughs> and I helped. Uh, uh, that's an 18 on the second roll, so 19. Oh, that's great, because I rolled a four. Uh, awesome. Either one of those would have done it. It was an 18 DC. Ooh. So you <laughs> feel this. It's taken a little bit of elbow grease. You not quite got it, but just the little bit of leverage that Serial gives with her height versus where you are manages to... Hit that little lever, and yeah, the door, and you can feel it as you're pushing into this door. It slowly creaks open as if it hasn't been opened in years. Oh, God, and but as you open it. Uh, this room is just dusty, dark, uh, but as the little bit of uh, light from the candle that Sariel has lit uh, flickers in and gives it light for the first time in who knows how long, uh, what you see before you, it looks like there's... This was some sort of last stand, possibly. There are uh, skeletons in here laying on the ground. 
wearing armor with some of them with swords through them, some of them with an arrow through the eye. And what looks to be shelves where treasures untold were kept are laid bare. But the one thing that does seem to be intact in this room at the back of it is another large door. This one does not have any sort of uh, turning mechanism to it, but rather it has a uh, circular relief in it uh, with space for what looks like three items of some sort to be inserted into it and then a large a larger uh, space in the middle it seems to be possibly some sort of key that would go into this hole or something of that sort it's much much larger than any normal key would be but huh. I want to examine that more closely uh, just for some reason anything to do with threes now I'm thinking about us and our jewelry and all of our stuff yeah uh, yeah go ahead and give me an investigate check okay that's a 15 alright from a 15 uh, you're looking at this. Obviously, you know, you know that your jewelry with the threes that have been going on with everything. First thing you do is kind of hold up your ring to it, size up the bracelet and the amulet. And these inserts are far too big for those. Uh, they're not okay. They're not like bigger than a head or anything like that, but they're certainly uh, larger than the items. The closest one that would come to fitting into one of these uh, inserts, uh, though definitely not meeting the shape of it, uh, would be the amulet. Uh, this seems to be... It looks like it's... They're, they're not quite circular. They're more... Oct, oct, more shaped like octagons. <clears throat> and uh, it looks like uh, they, something in here would be inserted. Uh, you can see as you're looking into these, uh, release into this, uh, circle that at different points in the wall, there are, you're not exactly sure there to us. They would be what would look like contact points for, you know, some sort of electrical current. But they're like, they're these just small uh, metallic points on within these uh, inserts in inlays that would connect to whatever would be inserted into into these. Huh. And these are <laughs> these are only about like maybe an inch into this door. Whereas the keyhole, as you're examining that, you know, that goes, you know, much deeper. Just by looking into the keyhole, trying to 
get the light just right so that you can look in further. This door itself is at least a foot thick. Huh. Well, I guess I'm not picking this lock then. No, I would say <laughs> not. Well, there's got to be some sort of way to open this, some sort of key. Yeah. I, don't even, I somehow don't suspect that that key is around here anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I guess we should take a look at least and see what what is around here. Besides, yeah, right. You know, dead folks. <laughs> folks. <laughs> How'd these folks get in here? <laughs> Why are they so dead? <laughs> <laughs> what are you folks doing? Why are you folks so dang dead? <laughs> <laughs> they got holes in them. You know you're dang folks if you're laying in a room dead. <laughs> if you're on the floor, you got but, an arrow in your head, you might be dead folks. <laughs> That's folks, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you uh, you've looked at this door. Uh, uh, what would you like to take a look at now? Well, you said that there's dead bodies all over, and there's what looks like where there had been treasure that's just been looted, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I kind of want to look more closely at those, like whatever they're like boxes or barrels or some sort of storage. Uh, from what you can see, they're like, you know, like shelves on the wall. There are some broken boxes, what may have looked like chests that would have hold, held, you know, treasure, coins, things you put in boxes. Uh, hmm. You all are able to, if you'd like. Go ahead and give me investigate checks. Eight. 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 Ooh. Uh, That's a ten. Nineteen. Alrighty. Uh, going off of the eight, you can tell that these, yeah, looking around these chests, it looks like the... A lot of them weren't even opened like a chest would normally be opened. It looks like they may have been, you know, ma hammer smashed through or punched through like some sort of war god might do. Um, and on these shelves, it looks like those would have been, you know, for... Some some of the shelves are set up to where looks like it may have held some sort of uh, weaponry or you know just larger items that aren't for chests. Um, but Mag, you've been studying the bodies a little more closely, and you've noticed that you know most of them have some sort of you know wound to them, but there's one body that doesn't. And as you're looking at that body, checking it out, you can see that it looks like it was trying to protect something. 
And as you, you know, take your axe and kind of gingerly push against this because, you know, while you might not be in charge of your family's business, you still are some form of nobility and you don't want to necessarily touch this skeleton. It's one thing to kill them when they're alive, but... Uh, but you kind of move him, and you see uh, from within the tattered remains of his his uh, clothing, you see a small uh, metal tube fall out. Looks like it has some sort of uh, stopper at the end. Oh, jeez. Phew. Uh, and as you uh, pick it up, you see that the at the end, you know, it's you open it up and it's a piece of parchment that's inside. Huh. Hey, we got parchment. What do you suppose <laughs> this is? Look here, this is the only this is the only man in this room who hasn't been <sighs> wounded. Hmm. Well, let's let's look at the parchment. Let's see what's on that parchment, shall have we? A, have a little read at that parchment. Shall we? <laughs> uh, yeah, you unroll it and you say to the person reading this. That's I, us. <laughs> If thy be friend, I hope this letter finds you well. If thy be foe, may your family line be cursed. (laughs) Get wrecked. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We, the Dragons Eight, have sworn a duty to protect the greatest treasure of the Hacknarian line. And we shall continue to do so until our kings and queen return to us. <clears throat> Those from the uh... north have returned trying to take away the peace that we fought for for so long. But we shall not let them do that. We have activated the magics that our king and queen instructed us to in this time to hide away the castle so that others may not find these secrets within. If thy seek these secrets for evil, may you fail upon your quest. But if you seek these secrets in honor and in name of our kings and queen, may your quest be glorious. Return the kings and queen to power. And then also, for some reason, he's drawn that weird S. Three thousand years ago, huh? Uh, so that's where that came from. 
true secret, the knowledge of which is only known to those of the ages of eight and 13. <laughs> ah, the ancient symbol of old. <laughs> we the eight. Huh. Well, guys, what do you what do you suppose this means? I don't know. I can't tell if we're friend or foe. I think we're friend. I hope we're friend. I think if that painting indicates anything, it's that we're maybe more than a friend. If we're mo- more than a friend? Yeah. That's yeah, we're serious. We're kind of like, you know, friends with benefits. <laughs> Right, yeah, like the jewelry, that's a real benefit Yeah, well, and, and, you know, the benefit of us maybe being uh, related to these uh, rulers Two kings and queens Right We're just friends with benefits to these dead folks (laughs) This castle and us, we're like friends We're super tight But with benefits Yeah That's so stupid. No, it's not stupid. It's uh, so. No. The, all right, we, there's got to be a way to open this door. Right. Not sure what to make of that parchment or its message. We the eight. The eight who? I don't know. Uh... Well, we should definitely uh, take this parchment with us because I feel like maybe someone else will know more about it than we do. Yeah. Can I, you know what? I'm going to roll a history check to see if I know anything at all about this. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh, that's a six. <laughs> You're such a shitty student. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you were drawing that S when you should be paying attention. Well, now at least I know where the S comes from. Right. <laughs> 3,000 years old, that is. Uh, you, the only thing you're really recalling about this is that the Dragons of Eight were the personal guard of the rulers of Hacknaria. I think these guys were, were meant to protect the rulers. Okay. And then presumably failed for the most part. Yeah, I think so. I look around. Yeah. (laughs) The Hagnarian Empire didn't last very long. Um, I feel like without some uh, particular objects or keys or or whatever, we're not getting through that door. Hmm. Can we check the bodies to see if there's anything that would (laughs) that would help us? Yeah, start digging around in skeletons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me investigate checks. All right. Investigation, here we go now. <laughs> That's an 18. Hey. That's an 11. That's good. Has <laughs> <laughs> your mandra, Sarah, <laughs> Magus Magron. Uh, <laughs> Robin Skeletons. I'm sorry, did, you, did you, uh, what did you say, Hijer? What, uh, I 
say anything. Um, Do you roll your investigation? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, 17. That's good. Uh, as you are looking around, digging through the bodies, um, you're kind of, you know, you're not finding like anything on them, at f on them at first, but, uh, I think as you are, you know, looking at, you know, they're not carrying anything other than like the weapons that they were, that they had with them. But as you're just kind of getting frustrated about not finding anything on them, uh, you notice that on like the breastplates that they wear, they all have that crest on them and the, the, the dragon, the dragon's head. And as you're, as you're kind of looking at them, you realize that they, they almost map out like the, the way the dragons has been crafted. It almost looks like it's in the shape of the, the entire, the, the main continent. And you kind of get this idea as you're, you know, looking at them, you place the, the parchment over and hold it down. And you notice the way the letter is written, it kind of maps out like larger areas, like the smoke coming out of where the nose is on the relief. It pretty closely matches up with the, like the Cheek Peak Mountains. Hmm. The, the shading along the left side of the dragon's face matches up with where the Brown Streak Mountains would be. Hmm. And you're looking at the at, at this letter that you've that you have and you notice written within the the, the letters that are within those like those landmarks the landmarks that would remain over a long period of time uh, you see on them that you know it creates almost a cipher in itself like a way to to decode something huh uh, but you 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 take that you you take that cipher and you're kind of trying to look to see you know what what it could say you know with the letters that like aren't in it and like the way the the way the cipher's set up you know it kind of goes through the letters of the common alphabet and there always seems to be a uppercase letter underneath a lowercase. And 
in the, within that letter, you kind of go through and piece together that it says that uh, the answers you seek are within the mines of Feldemir. The mines of Feldemir. Feldemir. Uh, uh. See now I'm trying to recall, and by recall I mean look at the map of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really see Feldemir. You said the mines of Feldemir. The mines of Feldemir. Okay. Would Would Magus know anything about the mines of Feldemir? Uh, give me a history check with advantage. Yeah. Come on. You remember at least one thing from class, don't you? You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on. Daddy needs a new pair of mines. That's a net 20. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I need your own second one. Oh. <laughs> Mag, you know quite a bit, actually. About the mines of Feldemir. boy, And yeah. not just what, like, normal history books would tell you. You are intimately aware of the mines of Feldemir. Because Feldemir was the former name of High Hoganya before mm. the revolutions that came and put the... Uh, nobility as it stands today into power. Uh, um, guys? Yeah? The mines of Feldemir are m my homeland. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, I own the mines of Feldemir. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon? Huh. Well, I I, um, I suppose not technically me yet. My my grandmother owns them, but they're going to be mine. That's that's where I'm going. I'm I'm going to learn business from the the, the famous teachers at the Isle of Karen on on how to deal with people. Uh, Serial is suddenly very very impressed with Mag. <laughs> Relationship score yeah. increase. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to the Isles of Karen to to learn from the Karenites how to do business and uh, and and where where are the mines now? Well, they're in High Hoganya. They're they're okay. They sit on my ancestral seat. No kidding. Yeah, not far away. No, not uh, not too far. We we haven't been traveling too long. And you own the mines, you said. Well, um, technically, Grandma owns them, but uh, right, right, right. But you're, yeah, I mean, you're next in line. Yes. Wow, that's so cool. You're so cool, Meg. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you're 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 really cool and smart. You know that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the one issue, though, um, 
Grandma thinks that uh, Roland and Kathy are uh, still alive, <laughs> and, and uh, that we're going to stay for the festival and then uh, leave for the Isles of Karen. Okay. So maybe you can't exactly go back home right away or anything, but... Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whenever you finish with whatever business you have in, in the Isles of Karen and all that, then you go back and... Uh, yeah, sure. That's, then, you know, uh, then, another, then little, you... another little problem with that, though. Uh, I, was, I was going to, to, to school there to learn business tricks from... Business tricks? Well, like the tools of the trade from the Karenites. They're experts in, in dealing with the public. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that right? Um, <laughs> They're experts at getting their way in the world, you might say. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they their training, you know, can take anywhere from, oh, six months to, you know, five years. So... Five years. Not exactly on our timeline. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so much for getting to take a tour of those mines anytime soon. Well, it, I don't know. Um, I don't know. <sighs> so. <laughs> I suppose I could, I could write her a letter. Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, we can worry about that later. I still don't really know what to do with this room or this door or yeah. this whole castle. Well, I, are I, we just are we just shitty explorers? <laughs> Because <laughs> it feels like we're just shitty explorers who are going to probably leave this room with nothing. You have any ideas, Hajir? I mean, we still have more of the castle to explore, don't we? We do. We do. Yeah, we can come back to this lock and, and worry about it another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. My fucking body is just like giving out uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hajir's body or Ben's body Ben's body <laughs> I mean to be honest por que no los dos oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, I've, it's uh, yeah it's one and the same isn't it alright well you have just uh, you know searched through these bodies found out that nice bit of information about the uh, group, and you know, unless uh, there are any objections, I think we will uh, go ahead and say, you know, you can take a quick rest. Uh, right around the corner is actually some uh, cells that the doors are busted on, so you don't have to worry about them shutting and locking on you with cots to get a quick rest in. And we will pick up the search through the castle next time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wraps up this episode of Taverns, Travel, and Test. 
be sure to join us next time when the gang continue to try and learn more about this castle. You can check out the boys on the Three Dude Cast, and you can reach out to us about the show on Twitter at Triple T D D. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends, leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice, and tweet about the show using hashtag Triple T D&D. Also, check out all the other great podcasts on the Project Derailed Podcast Network. Visit projectderailed.com for more information and links to all of those awesome podcasts. We'll see you next time on Triple T. projectderailed.com